0: All right, you're listening to KGNU, Boulder, Denver, and Fort Collins. Very happy to have in the studio with me right now, Joseph Lamar. Hi, Joseph.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Yes, thanks for coming in. I was just telling listeners earlier that we've been planning this for a long time. For like
1: five months or so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ever since we met at the Westward Music Showcase, um, which happened, was it in July? I can't remember.
1: Yeah, June or July or something, around that time. Was that the
0: first time you'd been a part of that, or um, had you done it before? I did
1: Westward once before. Okay, great,
0: yeah. Well, you had a fantastic set that day, Um, you and a guitarist friend. Yeah, Kenny Lou. Nice. Um, Does he live in the area as well? He does. Wonderful. All right, well... We are in for quite a treat. Um, I think maybe the best thing to do would be to just start with music. I know you're going to be a cappella today, which is fantastic. So um, what would you like to sing for us first?
1: Um, This is a song I wrote. It's called About Love, Concerning the Discrepancies Between Expectations and Reality.
0: Fantastic.
2: If you aren't the executioner, you're the one who's being hung. If you aren't the one singing sad songs, you're the song who's being sung. If you aren't gray and wrinkled, you're the one who's dying young. If you don't string along some hopeless fool, you're the fool who's being strong. But who cares? Love ain't metaphysical. It's not a cosmic thing. Just a fairy-tale on a silver screen I'm not bitter, I swear I've just been around and down and out I'm not jaded, I swear I just know what I'm talking about Yeah, yeah if you want the taker, chances are you're being took. And if you want the writer, you're the one who hates the book. If you want a mover and a shaker, you're the one who's being shook. If you're not gorgeous, you're the one who breaks your neck, trying to take a second look. But who cares? Loving metaphysical. It's not a cosmic thing Just a fairy tale on a silver screen I'm not bitter, I swear I've just been around and down and out I'm not jaded, I swear i just know what i'm talking about yeah yeah love is the erosion of your common sense love is insanity and rainbows love is desperation devastation love is Hangovers and regrets, love is lemonade and cyanide love is ice cream and cavities love's a horrid battle that no man has ever won And if you want the shooter thing staring at the gun but who cares?
0: That was really beautiful. Thank you, Joseph.
1: Thank
2: you.
0: For those of you just tuning in, we are listening to Joseph Lamar who is in the KGNU studio singing a cappella today. Um Joseph is a jewel from uh the Denver area. Well, that's where you're living now. You're actually from Colorado Springs.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Um so what what prompted you to move up to Denver?
1: Um I think I just, I was kind of, I don't know, I think I was like 19 or 20 at the time that I left and I kind of had like one of those like sort of a, a hair up my butt about like <laughs> being independent and all this. And yeah so, um, That's kind of what prompted me to move to, to Denver and um, I had a voice teacher at the time who was telling me that I should go and study at, at DU mm-hmm. and that was another thing that made me kind of make the move.
0: Yeah, do they have um so did you go and study at do you um vocal performance? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was it was there a focus in a specific genre I know sometimes I don't know much about their vocal performance program. Is it classical? Is it jazz? Is it like contemporary?
1: They have both uh, classical and jazz. Uh-huh. At least when I was there they did. Um and I my focus was in classical but I started to kind of drift into the jazz side around the time that I left. So.
0: Yeah. Um, so how did that transition happen for you, or do you remember a significant moment or something like that that may have prompted
1: the change um i I guess that it, it it's it's hard for me to to do one genre hmm and so anytime I'm in a situation where I have to um sing you know songs from the same genre all the time, I eventually get bored,
0: yeah. <laughs> Um, and when did you start writing your own music?
1: Um, I guess I started making up songs when I was really young, but I never wrote them down. Mm-hmm. I would just, you know, just like make up songs like in the bathtub or whatever. Yeah.
0: You
1: know? <laughs> um Around like age 12 or 13 is when I started actually committing songs to paper.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, was it mostly you just coming up with the melody and the lyrics and kind of starting with that and then um, bringing in other elements? Or how did, it, how did your songs kind of come together?
1: Um, well, around that time, I'd been playing um, piano, a keyboard, for a little while. <laughs> um, and when I started writing songs initially, they were gospel songs. Oh, okay. I used to go to church all the time. Um, and singing the choir and I started you know just writing songs for like the youth choir to sing and that's how I started out oh, writing wow. and it wasn't until a few years later I started writing like secular music
0: mm-hmm that's fantastic um, and so you put out an album earlier this year um, Yes. is that right yes called quarter life righteous I yes. love that <laughs> uh, can you tell us a little bit more about um, what inspired the name for the album
1: yeah. Um, well, I guess that I was, I, I was sort of on the upswing of a a, a quarter-life crisis
2: <laughs>
1: around the time that I started putting the album together, and um, I just like that play on words, quarter-life righteous. Like, yeah. You know, it's it's I'm at that point in my life, but it's it's you know I liked where I was mm-hmm. when I um, put a lot of the songs together, and um, and I, I admit that. You know, like I kind of judge myself harshly, like I look back and there are some things like, Oh, I could have done this or I could have done that, but like I'm really proud of Yeah. The project and that I finished it and, and released it. Yeah. And the absolutely. people that I worked with on it. You
0: yeah, know. so tell us about some of the collaborations that you had in the album.
1: Yeah, well there are like a fleet of guitarists. Yeah. That play on the, <laughs> uh the album guitarist and bass players, um, Dave Devine, mm-hmm. uh, Devin Harrison, Kramer Kelling is on there Um, my friend Ryan did like some finger snaps on some of the songs and um, important yeah it's very important Yeah. Um, Daniel Larson who has a project uh, a synth wave kind of um, industrial project called L.A. Arson was on the album and then I don't want to miss any names.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll get them. We'll get them. Yeah. Um, and so we want to hear another song, but before we do, you have a show coming up. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about that?
1: Yes. Um, November seventeenth, uh, the the Denver Arts Society is having an artist showcase called Kill the Scene," mm-hmm. and so um, I'll be playing about a twenty minute set. There's an MC named Awkward Cliff who's also hosting the event. He's going to play a set. And nice. um, Zanib, who's a really good musician who I saw a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And some other artists are going to be there. there are going to be some contests and um, real cool things going on.
0: Sounds great. And where is that going to be happening again?
1: The Denver Arts Society. Okay. Yeah. I actually
0: don't know where that is. But I'm sure... 734
1: Santa Fe Drive.
0: Fantastic. So um, you can look that up. And uh, that sounds wonderful, but why don't we hear another song?
1: Sure. Um, This song is
2: called Black Boy. Black boy, black boy, black boy, black boy, am I what you envisioned? Try to enslave me with your narrow definitions and implicit biases. Do I fit your archetype? Am I black the way you like? Do you want me to be a fetish or a novelty? Black boy, black boy, black boy, black boy. You don't know just what you're missing. You don't know love till you're kissing a black boy, black boy, black boy, black boy. They think I'm stupid, but I'm intelligent. It's just that my intelligence ain't as loud as their ignorance. Excuse me while I talk. My, Am I too articulate? Would you prefer I be a menace to society, black boy? Black boy, black boy, black boy Pardon me, I'm on a mission To change the way I've been conditioned Black boy, black boy, black boy Black boy, try to keep a brother down. Do you want me underground or oh, hanging, hanging from a tree? Metaphorically, they accuse me of assimilation segregation within the black persuasion demonize my point of view am i black enough for you should i be proud to be oppressed by folks who look like me black boy black boy black boy black boy always talk but you don't listen Close your mouth and pay attention And oh, did I neglect to mention Don't enslave me to tradition Black boy Black boy Black boy Black boy
0: Really beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, we're listening to Joseph Lamar here at KGNU in the studio. Um, a very honest song (laughs) there, um, which is really fantastic that you shared that, um, you know, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. myself, I'm a person of color growing Mm -hmm. up in Boulder and, um, you know, I think only recently have I been able to really speak out about that mm-hmm. in a way that I feel like I can be honest about what it's like to not look like everyone else. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, I heard a lot of similar things in your song. Obviously, we have different experiences, but um, you were up in Colorado Springs. Um, was that song speaking to that experience or experience now or maybe just your whole life?
1: Um, I'd say my whole life. Yeah. You know, um, there, there's uh, it's W.E.B. Du Bois or du- Dubois, Mm -hmm. if I say it correctly, Dubois. What a luminary. uh, Yeah, talked about double consciousness Mm. and this sort of you having to kind of live, almost be a different version of yourself in different walks of life. Mm -hmm. Like there is you among other people of color or or black people, and then there's you among white people. Mm -hmm. And then within black people, there's you with like, in the with black christians and then black people who aren't christians and yeah. there's you always feel or at least I shouldn't say I I've always felt um sort of um torn uh, when I was growing up I didn't feel there's anywhere I could go mm-hmm. you know if you're if you're at church among people that look like you there is the like, homophobia mm. and then there is the presence of christianity and I don't think I was ever meant to be a christian Yeah um but then when you go into like the gay club, which is predominantly white, you are subjected to um, the racism that exists in the gay community. Yeah. You know, and it's it's something that people do sort of flippantly. They don't think about it. Yes. Um, but it's real. Yeah. And I've, you know, when you're in that position, you have the, the duty of trying to decide who you are um, and where you fit. And it's difficult to decide when you know, so much of you up until, you know, this point is, you know, a mixture of like you and then all of the outside influences. Mm -hmm. and People saying that because you're a person of color this or because you're gay that. Um, And it's taken me a while and it'll probably take me the rest of my life to sort of like learn about myself. Yeah. But I'm in a place now where I'm I'm more comfortable being who I am, or at least allowing myself to discover who I am outside of what other people or what society ascribes to me Mm -hmm. because of the way that I look or because of who I do or don't sleep with.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That was really well said. Thank you for sharing that and for sharing your beautiful music today. (laughs) Thanks. Um, So again, can you tell our listeners about the performance that's coming up?
1: Yes. Um, November 17th, I'm playing at the Denver Arts Society for their Kill the Scene Artist Showcase. Um, there'll be other artists on the bill like Awkward Cliff and Zanib. Um, I believe the performances start around seven thirty, eight o'clock. Great. And it's going to be an awesome show.
0: Awesome. I'm so glad we got to catch you ahead of that. And um, do you have a website that people can go to if they want to see where you'll be performing in the future?
1: Yes. um, You can go to josephlamar.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I don't tweet as often as I maybe should. (laughs) Tweeting
0: is hard. (laughs) I feel like I don't really get it. I don't. I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, there's a part of me like, you know, you get on social media and you kind of judge yourself like you want to yeah. say something like, oh, I don't know if I should say that. Or I
0: know. What will people think of me? Oh, it's such a like echo chamber. That's kind of unhealthy. And <laughs> oh, it's
1: so weird. I haven't even been on social media much lately, but yeah. I, I'm going to get back on it soon.
0: A bunch of my friends from college were telling me recently that they just, they didn't go off of Facebook but they took the app off of their phones Mm. so that they can't access it like in a line or whatever and they said that it's been a huge relief for them so as we are Facebook living this (laughs) (laughs) In studio. But, you know, you got to participate when you can. So, Um, Joseph, thank you so much for coming into the studio today. It's been a real pleasure to have you and to talk with you and to hear your beautiful music.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you.
0: All right. We're listening to KGNU, Boulder, Denver, and Fort Collins.